Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers from the entire Reordenverse. What's up, you guys? Hey guys. Welcome, Welcome back to the Damn Snack Bar. This is episode 46. We win fabulous Eternal Cities. Alright. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not the greatest title, but you know, that's where we're at. Also, disclaimer I am once again sick. <laughs> How many times has it been now? I think this is number five. I was going to say number nine, but you know what? Oh, it feels like fucking hundredth one. 36? <laughs> I've had multiple people tell me that I should just get my tonsils cut out, and I'm like, yes, thank you, I'd love that. Not a bad idea, let's do that. Okay, so we're reading chapters 19 and 20 of The Last Olympian today. We are weeding them, yes. Uh, weeding them. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you said we're weeding chapters. Oh. <laughs> okay, so, Joe, you get to give us some recaps today. Um, how are we feeling about these two chapters? Oh. Okay, so... As everybody knows, as we've been going through these books, it's always the last two chapters that are the wrap-up chapters. Around about the five last chapters of the book, three of them are the end of the battle and end of whatever turmoil's happening. Then the last two are the wrap-ups and mm. the sneak peeks of the next books. Now, this is the last book in the series, so we're just this is just the wrap-up wrap-up. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, the next episode's going to be the wrap-up wrap-up. So, this is the conclusion to the war, these two chapters. Yeah. 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 We get some really good Perspeth moments, but um, I'm hoping you caught all of them, because we need to talk about them. And then um, we also get some Percy finally understanding that he's not the main character. Yeah. I mean, we then knew, but... <laughs> yeah, we knew. Yes, he didn't. Nah. Oh, dad did it. <laughs> well, mom did it. Um, so, yeah. Okay, well, I think we should get straight into chapter 19. Chapter 19, is... we trash the Eternal City. Yeah. Let's see. Let's do a recap. Hang on. So there... Basically, what happened in this chapter should have happened over multiple. It, it was just very fast-paced, and so it all happened at once. Yes, no, this chapter's very fast-paced then. It was like Rick was like, you get it, let's move on. <laughs> He's like, yeah. there's no chance for breathing, we're gonna get you in here. He's like, I've already set up the scene, he's like, I've set up the spacing and the scenes and the relationships over the last ten books. Four. <laughs> four, four books. Ten storylines, maybe? Four books, there's no need for me to dawdle, and it was like, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. And then, let's see. So they save Olympus. That, yeah, should, be cha- that should be chapter wrap-up. What's the wrap-up? They save Olympus. Yeah. I mean, not just then, we also get a little sneaky, sneaky peek at um, all the gods battling Typhon yeah. to his death, and um, we get a bit, of, a bit of Poseidon just being an absolute king. Yes, we do. We get some Typhon. That scene just further proved for me that Zeus has, like, no power whatsoever. Absolutely no, but even, because well, I was thinking about it as I was reading, um, Zeus really had first choice and chose the sky, because he was like, it's on top! And it was like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Literally. I can look down on you forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, okay, but it you've was got like, some birds as your friend. He <laughs> was like, okay. yeah, you can look up there and look down at my amazing landscape and armies mm. and all these creatures that are under my control and protection. Yeah. yeah. And same with Hades down below. He was like, yeah, I've got an army of dead. Besides, <laughs> like, I've got an army of sea creatures. And Zeus is like, I have clouds. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> <laughs> look at us. 
He doesn't even have, like, he doesn't even have, well, see, he can't even really have birds because birds don't live in the sky. They need somewhere to land. So. So sucked in. He's got the breeze. (laughs) But he doesn't even have, like, cloud nymphs or, like, anything like that because they all belong to, as we find out in the next, in Harry's Olympus, they, you know, belong to other people. Yeah. And, like, to themselves, I should say. say. They don't belong to people. I fully believe when they were dishing out um, places to stay, they were like, Zeus got the first pick. And I'm like, I betcha Zeus was like, I got the first pick because I'm the saviour. And then Hades and the Sun were, like, manipulating him and being like, oh, I really want the sky. I really want the sky. Please don't take the sky, Zeus. <laughs> Zeus was like, ha, I shall take the sky. And they're like, idiot. <laughs> yeah, that is an amazing way of looking at it, and I think you're absolutely correct, because he oh, yeah. has no brain cells. As we see in chapter 20, when he's, you know, doling out gifts and whatever, he's, like, making snide comments and everything, he's and everyone's so basically stupid. treating him like a two-year-old. Literally, and because he's acting like a two-year-old. It was like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares what you have to say. Go make out with your sister. It's feral. <laughs> When there's that line in chapter 20, it's like the very start of chapter 20, and it's like, we need to thank um, my brothers for their service. I thought it was Hera speaking, and I was like, <laughs> and then I, I mean, technically she's the good sense. Yes, I know. But I was, I was like, very bold of you, Rick, to play <laughs> Yeah. God, Greek mythology. Anywho. Okay, so, well, this chapter starts off um, with them opening the elevator doors basically and almost stepping out into nothing <laughs> which is yeah. like really fun and then Grover's like the one who's like guys you have to like m- like hop between he's like jump yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and Percy's like I mean you can do it because you're a fucking mountain goat <laughs> yeah. the rest of us are dead literally his first comment is just like and then Grover just like yeeted himself <laughs> over all fine and dandy and landed perfectly and yeah. where they're like bitch <laughs> okay but what was in my head was just like um you know, the, the background noise in, like, Mario Kart and stuff, like, ping, every time they jump. <laughs> well, not Mario Kart, but Mario. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I, okay, I need really? it to look yeah. like a video game. I thought of Fix-It Felix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that would work also super well. Um, and we do get, I don't know if you picked up on it, but we do get a little bit of um, foreshadowing towards Mark of Athena in... Do we? Literally on the first page here. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Yes, that was my yeah. point. My point was, is that as they jump, so Grover's did has done the jump, and then Talia and Percy did, and then yeah. Percy was like, oh, wait, Annabeth's, like, broken. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. Annabeth's, like, broken. She's in no shape to jump. Yeah. And literally my note was just, she called out Percy's name. Yes. I was like, Talia is also there, and Grover is also there, but she called out Percy. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> It says, Talia yelled as she and I leaped, but Annabeth was in no shape for jumping. She stumbled and yelled, Percy. I caught her hand as the pavement fell, crumbling into dust. For a second, I thought she was going to pull us both over. Her feet dangled in the open air. Her hand started to slip until I was holding her only by her fingers. Then Grover and Talia grabbed my legs and I found extra strength. Annabeth was not going to fall. I pulled her up and we lay trembling on the pavement. I didn't realise we had our arms around each other until she suddenly tensed. (laughs) Oh my god. But and also, then, what fucking hope did they have a year later in Mark of Athena when they're in the same position and Percy's like, I literally cannot hold you. Yeah. And also his own body weight. Like, at least in this one, he's already, like, lying on his tummy and he's still up on the ledge and whatever. Yeah. But then in Mark of Athena, he's literally Super realistic! <laughs> yeah. He's trying to hold on to Nico. And, oh my god, poor fucking Nico. He's not holding on to Nico. Well, Nico, like, almost grabs for him. Yeah, and then he falls a bit and then he clings onto a rock. He's a little bit down. 
Doesn't Nico get his hand and then Percy's like, let go, we'll meet you on the other side? No, he just says go, we'll meet you on the other side. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I was about to praise Nico for his extra strength. At least all the artwork I've seen. I know that Nico reaches out his hand, but I'm pretty sure he's too far below and he can't reach fair, him. Fair, that makes and, sense. And, you know, Annabeth's just getting her leg pulled off in the process. And she's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is literally only, like, I forget that that happens in Marco Athena literally only a year after this. Mm. Well, like a year and a bit. Oh, God, they're tortured children. <laughs> yeah, and because I don't read, I don't reread this book as much as I reread um, Battle of Labyrinth it's because I like that book better. Um, well, not better, I just like it. Yeah, better. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't read this one as often, and so when I was reading this part, I was going, oh my God, wait, how, how can I forget that this happened? <laughs> it was like, re- reusing scenarios. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's I, such yeah. a good one. It's still, still. Just no, just and then so I was because in both both instances he's like, "We're not, you're not getting away from me. Like yeah. I'm not gonna hold on." Oh fuck! Love that trope. Anyway, but uh, no, but also just continuing that that little bit. Mm-hmm. She mutters, "Um, thanks," and then Grover says, "Let's keep moving." Literally, Rick used the phrase they had to untangle themselves from each other, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, <gasps> how." Hard were they clinging? <laughs> I was like, oh my god! So it wasn't like even like a light cling. It was the it, like it wasn't like a light arms around each other like happened to land that way. No, it was a grappling for one another, yes. holding on for dear life. What even while they're safely on yeah. the thing? I was like, yeah. oh my gosh! Well, far just out. also like the reflexes that he would have to have to be that <gasps> fast to catch her. Because okay, I'm gonna tell a little real life story here. Oh. <laughs> We have done a few like high ropes, yeah. We've done a few like high ropes courses and like um, you know, like not swinging through trees like a monkey, but like you know, um, <laughs> up on like suspended on um, wires and ropes. Yeah, and like you know, you, you do, do obst- like an like, obstacle course up like, yeah. in the trees. Yeah, good fun. So a good there was course. one that I went on with my youngest brother. <laughs> so the obstacle <laughs> that we were on, there was. A wire above our heads that You're we in a harness. Yeah, <laughs> that we connected our harnesses to. But then mostly you hold your own body weight and you have to step from swing to swing. And That's it's like super unstable because it's yeah. just like literally a two by four plank that you have to yeah. and like just holding onto ropes and you're like this is not not stable at all. And you're anyway, you're so never in mortal danger. Don't worry. <laughs> I was in front of him and he was. <laughs> I made it to the end and he made it to literally the second last step. And then slipped and fell. And so the only thing that caught him was the, the you know, the harness yeah. above his head. But, like, I didn't realise that he had fallen until he'd fallen. Like, there was no way that I was going to turn around and catch him. <laughs> and so for Percy to turn around, look back, catch Annabeth, like... Or, I mean, my focus wasn't on my brother because I don't care that much. No, your focus is <laughs> on you not falling off as well. Yeah, literally. So, and so I kind of just, already, like, I kind of just had to turn around and like listen to him scream bloody murder, thinking that he was gonna die. And I was like, "You're okay. <laughs> it's a real fear. <laughs> you're all right." And for those few seconds when your feet miss and you start to fall, you're like, "Oh, death!" Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, this is how I go." He was literally scrunched up in a ball, like Russell is in Up on the hose reel. <laughs> when he's trying to crawl up to the house. That was that was how he looked. Um, 
And, I mean, like, it wasn't funny in the moment, even though I could hear our other brother laughing across the trees yeah, in he was some other <laughs> obstacle course, and he just knew exactly who was screaming and just laughed his head off. And I was like, that's not helping. <laughs> and so then um, I was just kind of there and was like, uh, try and grab my hand. And he was like, not, he could not even hear what I was saying. No, like, he was too busy and freaked out. Yeah. And then so then we had a family friend who was behind him as well, and he was, like, trying to reach down. But the hand just wasn't, wasn't working. And then, um, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember if an attendant came over. Because that's if, embarrassing. Or if he just, like, eventually I don't think they got a hold of himself. You, though. They'll just have to, like... like I think he must have eventually, like, got up on the screen yeah. and, like, taken another step. But, yeah, after that, he was like, get me the fuck off this thing. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and I was just there, like, okay, have fun. I'm going to go do another one. <laughs> but the thing is, is that once you're on the course, you have to do the whole course. Yeah, you got to finish the whole yeah, thing. You- no, 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 he got down. How? You know how there are like some safety spots at the end of each one and that you climb literally down the tree, down oh, the ladder? No. I thought yeah. you just took, <laughs> no. Shut up. I heard it too. <laughs> yeah, no, he climbed down one of those and then I watched him walk underneath on the ground back to the starting spot. Like a loser. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. I thought well one of the ones we did there was no like, Yeah, the stop first one we ever did there was no stops to get there, off. It was so it was one But that was also started. lower in the ground. Lower to the ground I yeah. should say. But it was like once you started you don't stop. It was yeah. like, you have to do the entire course. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go cry. Yeah. It was quite funny, though. But cool. yeah, so like... You got a fire flying box on that one, too. Yeah. So, like, Percy's focus is definitely all on Annabeth in this moment, and that's why oh. he can turn around and grab her in both instances. But I was just like, not me. Because <laughs> he was conscious that she couldn't jump, and so he was yeah. there, like... Or, like, he was there, like... I'm here for her when she needs, and then he's like, "Oh my God, love my life." Also, he's her; she's his soul. Of course, he's gonna be focused on her. <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, much. Stuff. It's a great way to start the chapter. Really, it is a great way to start a chapter. Yeah, God, I love a good person moment. So then they're running through uh, Olympus after Annabeth is, you know, fine. <laughs> they're running through Olympus, and they can hear. Luke slash Kronos in the distance basically going, I'm gonna mess up your house. <laughs> I'm gonna hit your husband's key. <laughs> I, I just love that the way they described it was like, it looked like somebody coming in with a weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for his weapon though. Yeah. So. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Just the idea of it. Because <laughs> then I just pictured, you know that cursed picture? Well, I also just love that there's no like good name for that gardening tool. Like, Americans call it a weed whacker. That's weed. a fucking dumb name. Yeah. If we call it a whippersnipper, we that's a fucking dumb name. <laughs> Stupid name. There's just no way to make it sound. Choppy, choppy branch is good. There's no way to make it sound. Choppy the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but just the way I imagined it when he just said, when he said it looked like somebody attacked him with a weed whacker is, you know that cursed picture of Daniel Radcliffe in those, like, monster slippers he's holding two guns <laughs> and he's got, he's got his yeah. bathrobe on yeah. that's what I pictured except he's holding two guns a weed whacker and he's just going around and see no that description's, that description's better fitting for um is it Phineas or, or Phileas in Son of Neptune um who Percy tricks into oh, yeah. Golden Blood yeah that suits that him is. better yeah the the blind guy yeah I think it's Phineas I think. I don't really know. Really. love movie about a blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, and as they're running through uh, Olympus and they note the weed whacker, then as Cronus is, like, basically tearing apart 
the gods' council room. He's yeah. like throwing statues everywhere. He's having a easy fit. <laughs> he really is. And uh, a statue. Maybe he really means. He really is thinking he has to literally destroy their seats of power to destroy them. He, they must have to, otherwise. Otherwise, like, what are you doing going ruining upholstery? Like, just. You've claimed the area. Fucking blow it up if you need to. Like, what do you mean? What are you doing destroying all the areas? Because. <laughs> he's, got, yeah, he's getting all his tanties out of the way. Yeah. Literally. And so then a statue of uh, Hera. Give me my fucking money! <laughs> a statue of Hera basically aims for um, the group and then. Which? Dick move, Hera. They're trying to fucking save your ass. Trying to murder See, them. See, this is the thing because I don't think she would be going actively out of her way in this exact moment to crush the only demigods who could save them. Right now. <laughs> she was like, "I'm, I'm going down. I'm taking everybody with me." <laughs> I think it's more of like a she subconsciously placed a curse on, or you know, placed a curse on um, yeah. Annabeth specifically, and it's just. Um, now that she's placed the curse on her, she doesn't really have to think about it too much. It's just well, she's a like a fake kind of, yeah. Well. It's like a fake kind of thing where it's just like anything that could go wrong will go wrong in the name of Hera. And so it's like, this <laughs> oh. is just like, this is just like the final nail in the coffin, really, is this statue coming down and Annabeth's like, fucking, the last <laughs> face I was going to see as I died would be fucking Hera, of course. <laughs> but, but still, it's seriously, it's like, Hera... We're gonna fucking save you. But can you also bitch? imagine if they were crushed under there and then the Olympians somehow survived and then Athena came to see how her daughter died and she crushed under a statue of Hera? Hera's not about she's about to die. Like <laughs> Athena wasn't about to let and Poseidon too, not about to let that happen. They would have come after Hera because so hard. Because Talia And Zeus would have been like, No, Sparky Boom Boom. I have to protect my wife. <laughs> Does he really care though? <laughs> Yeah, because Talia pushed, Talia pushed both Annabeth and Percy out of the way of yes. the Hera statue. So... Only to be crushed by Yeah, and it only broke her leg? That's my thing. Like, it only... It didn't, like... It, what, you didn't have yeah. 127 hours it or whatever it is and, like, cut her leg off. <laughs> amputate because <laughs> it crushed her bones. See, this is another note... It's a note. statue! It fell on Yeah, her. this is another note that I had. I would have loved to have seen a more physical toll be taken on all the demigods who got hurt in the fight. Like, I want to see... Like, we've already got, you know, an acknowledgement of these kids that have ADHD and whatever else that makes them different from other people. Like, this would be the perfect place to put in Trauma? physical elements. No, no, no. So, like, if Talia... Oh, that's yeah, so, like, if Talia had come out of this an amputee, or if she'd come out of this with a spinal injury and still gone on to be the leader of the hunters and still this badass, like, character, yeah. that would have been, like, awesome. Yeah. And because you could you could have, like, modified... Like, they've got fucking magic guys. Yeah. You could modify a wheelchair They're and be fucking awesome leg. for her. <laughs> and, like, the first time you see a kid in a wheelchair is in, um, Charles of Apollo. Do you actually see a kid in a wheelchair? Yeah. At one point. I think in the yeah. very last book. Because the only time you see a wheelchair is Chiron's, and that doesn't count. Yeah, no, I think it's in the very, very last book. And I'm like, there is no way, no fucking amount of nectar and ambrosia is going to heal something like that. I don't care if they're part god. I want to see some actual, real-life consequences yeah. that these kids, that aren't actually consequences, but that they still, is like, such a difference from their, I mean, you know, active lifestyle that they have to work around it, and it makes them mentally stronger. Like, that's what yeah. I would really like I to mean, see. I mean, of course... The magic, like, just because they're magic and because they're half-god, of course, that doesn't mean they're going to be immediately fixed. Hello? Luke had a huge scar across his yeah. face. You can't tell me that 
every demigod who walks out of a war is going to continue to be fully able-bodied. No way. Yeah. And on, on the mental side of it, like, the trauma of it, we don't see nearly enough of coping with trauma after Mm-mm-mm. any battle. And so it's especially after um, Persbeth is down in Tartarus, we don't see nearly enough of them no. losing their minds in Bottle Olympus. Like, I was really bummed about that. Cause they were in literal hell. Because I'm a slut for trauma stories. Like We know. We know, Joe. Shut up, I like broken boys. Leave me alone. <laughs> I didn't want you to listen. I didn't want you to fix it. I just, just wanted want you to listen. But yeah, like I think it just would have been... Seeing as the people who are attracted to these books and the readers that these books, you know, call out to are people who are different from the society, which is why it's resonated so well with the LGBTQ community, because they're not necessarily, cons- or, you know, in the eyes of straight white men, you're not normal. Yeah. And so these, you know, kids who read these books when they see came themselves out, in they these weren't books. nearly yeah. as, so the LGBTQ community has flourished yeah. in the last But even then it's also years. like, every single one of these demigods has some form of ADHD or something that makes them... Except for Frank. Yeah. He's actually a counts, right? <laughs> but he, they have some sort of thing that labels them as, you know, not fit for normal society outside of their demigod world, but then when, once they get into their demigod world, it's actually something that enables them and something that makes yeah. them even stronger, and so it's like giving those kids who have those things more of a place and can see themselves more. So, like, to have kids be some form of... Yeah, not like, able-bodied, like, so, to have a kid in a wheelchair, or just more than so, crutches for a time, or, like, if you were to see the consequence, if we'd seen Talia for a year with her leg in a splint, or longer, because sometimes it takes 18 months for that kind of thing to heal. Yeah, like, sometimes. you look at our cousin, she was hurt, once she fucked her knee doing an aloha dance for all, <laughs> <laughs> her knee was fucked for, like, 18 months. I thought, it was close to that. I thought I recalled it being not even close to completely healed for, like, three years. Yeah. And this is the thing, like, if we see some, like, some form of that, like, that would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have to be that one, because they do have necroabrasion, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know. More than something. a couple weeks. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks in a sling with a black eye. No way, you're not walking out of a war with a black eye. Like, unless he... you're Percy and you've gone bathing in the sticks. He's the only one that I can be like, okay, you'd have nothing wrong with Literally <laughs> the only one. One of them should be shaved. <laughs> 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 one of them should have, like, their hair burnt off. I fully agree with that. <laughs> Anyway. One of the stalls. Make it one of the stalls. <laughs> They'd probably be like, sick. <laughs> no, but... Does it make me look badass? Well, now I'm just thinking... And everyone in the other camps is like, yes, now we can tell you apart. They can't. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, now I'm just... <laughs> Connor's just there like, so my girlfriend got a new boyfriend and I got a shaved head. <laughs> I lost my eyebrows. <laughs> like, yeah, I lost my eyebrows, lost all my hair, and lost my girlfriend and that was before all of this happened <laughs> just be like I lost Annabeth and lost my eyebrows don't know which one I'm taking harder <laughs> be like I know I was a crutch but still <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking amazing yeah. but now I'm just thinking about because the like when you think about how you could turn yes their disability into their most useful ability yeah if somebody came in with a wheelchair, imagine if they, like, set them up with, like, 
like a battle chariot. <laughs> they were like yeah. decked it out with yeah. sick ass gadgets. Literally, like the creativity that that gives so you, cool. and like the room for like like the Hephaestus kids would love it. They'd well, the room like, for an imagination that it gives you. Like if yeah. you've got a hunter with only one arm that you have to try and now modify a bow and arrow for, and it's like, well, how can they use it? You know, yeah. how can they do this? How can they ride a horse or like whatever else? I don't know what they ride horses. Are. <laughs> I just assume. <laughs> I just think hunters, and I go, yeah, they're all ride horses. They're a cavalry. <laughs> Like, that's what we do. My brain goes, they fly. (laughs) Or they ride wolves. I'm like, that's what they do. (laughs) When you said they fly, my brain went to the Race of the Edge show. All the girls with the dragons on their back. Yeah, that's what my brain goes to. I'm like, it's the hunters of animals. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, you would just... (laughs) Give it a little bit of extra spice, you yeah, know. Just make it more so much flavor, not more realistic because this is a fantasy children's <laughs> legend book. Um, we'll but it, it would make diverse. it yes, uh, yes, definitely. Mm. And for like, if you're already introducing, you know, these kids who are looked at differently, like this is just another element of that. Like, why are you, why are you, why did it take so long for you to put a kid in a wheelchair in these books? Like, it literally took this last series, and I'm like, <laughs> literally. So, um, yeah. That's that's what I had to say about that. Yeah. But I fully, I'm fully on the standby that Talia now on has the standby. A, um, what is wrong with me? I'm fully on the bandwagon that Talia now has a like a metal leg. Yeah. That she's just, like it. It looks like a normal leg and it functions like a normal leg, but it's not her leg anymore because she had to get it amputated, and so now she has a fake leg. Yeah. She can't. Well, like she, she could not so easily. Like for Annabeth, maybe she's partially deaf from having heard the siren song in Son of Neptune. Not Son of like Neptune. That. Sea of Monsters. Like you just put in like little things. Yeah. You know? They don't have to be so major. Yeah. And like Talia's metal leg, you you probably wouldn't even have to mention it very often. You'd just be like, yeah, she can walk through puddles. She's fine. <laughs> through puddles. Would be like she. Technically, anybody can walk through puddles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This might get a little bit wet. <laughs> so, well, like, she doesn't go through socks as quickly as other people. <laughs> like, those kinds of things. <laughs> she doesn't oh need God. to. Yeah, just those kinds of statements. And you'd be like, yeah, she's got a metal leg. <laughs> like, chugs more motor oil than a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because I... Look, a statue fell on her and she was left there for hours... As Percy, Annabeth, and Grover went and... And not like a concrete statue, a marble statue. It was a marble statue. And they said, literally Annabeth said, if she hadn't been pushed out of the way, it would have crushed and killed her. So that thing's fucking huge. And it landed on Tyler's leg and she walked away with crutches and what... Well, they were like, she was a bit bandaged. Crutches and a smile on her face. Like I was like, no. I was like... Nuh-uh. Why isn't there blood? (laughs) Yeah, be like, unless Apollo came and personally looked after you, which I think is cheating. (laughs) But he also might have done because, you know, he had a crush on her. Or not a crush on her, but, like, he... He was like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, hmm, daughter of Zeus, technically my cousin. (laughs) No, not cousin. Um, sister. Gross. See this, but this is the thing. Apollo's one of those characters who does, you know, put in shit like that into his everyday vernacular. He he's does. Like, he's like, well, to Percy, he's like, what up, cuz? And I'm like, no. <laughs> You're like, no. 
And then Rick tries to go, yeah, but Tina doesn't count. And I'm like, then you can't put <laughs> this character saying this shit. <laughs> like, if that's the case, then you can't have Apollo going you around. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have Apollo going around going, auntie, uncle, dad, mom, slash brother. What? Even though Apollo's <laughs> really the only one who gets away with that. <laughs> like, he's really the only character we see doing it, but it's still like... <laughs> It still makes my gut chill, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so after that, they abandoned Talia because <laughs> she said go. <laughs> Every time any character says it, I'm like, fucking Astrid. <laughs> you ruined that. So cringy. You fucking ruined it. It's so good. She's like so breathless when she says. She's like, go. And he totally can't hear. We can't even see you mouthing the word. Like he He's just not. sees your eyes like this. He's screen time for it like oh and you're like oh my god what preteen <laughs> dramaticness was going through your head <laughs> okay so they finally catch up to chronos and chronos is like who's see will i destroy first and ethan's like over in the corner like why did you bring me up here like, <laughs> ethan's, ethan's like kumoto well ethan's, I, I don't understand why ethan is there oh, does chronos only keep him, is that the only reason chronos keeps him around i think so so does he expect Percy to be up there, or is it just like a, um, like a just-in-case kind of strategy? But let's think about it. Ethan, we understand why Ethan was on the bridge in the mm. first place, because yeah. um, he's part of the army, like everyone was there. Yeah. Why was Ethan at the peace treaty meeting with Pandora's jar and what's-his-face? Like, I don't know. Like, why was Ethan there? And I understand why Cronus kept on being like, Ethan, what's Percy's you know, murder spot. Yeah, it really, I mean, maybe just Cronus just doesn't acknowledge, maybe he doesn't even know the history between Percy and Ethan, because... I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Because, like, if he did know, sending Ethan on that, you know, um, white flag, you know, kind of journey mm. would not make Percy join their side. Like, literally, as soon as he sees Ethan, he's like, fuck no, because he's got this fucking... <laughs> Oh, you've got this fucking shithead, you know? I'm not joining you. I know we're an explicit podcast, but I think yeah. even... See, pretty much for some people, because let's see, the Americans are pussies. Okay, well, cut it out, okay? Yeah, like, as soon as Percy sees Ethan there, he's like, I'm not joining you because you've got this fucker. I'm not fucking, you know, why would you bring him? Yeah, he was like, you're here to discuss peace. Okay, well then it makes sense, yeah, that Ethan's been brought up to Olympus because, you know, he knows, or supposedly knows Percy's know weak spot. Cronus just assumes that he knows at this point. Like, he's just, he's used his deductive reasoning to be like, well, this is the only reason that Percy <laughs> would, you know, jump in front of stabby stabby wound for Annabeth yes, yes, yes. or get so angry or no, not that wound. oh but can't speak today can't think that's the only reason that Annabeth would jump in front of Percy for the stabby stabby wound oh, and I just thought that she felt it too though she was like I just had a feeling that you were in danger and I was like Annabeth you have a cosmic connection <laughs> yeah but that's also how she knows Kronos is uh, Kronos Luke's in you know, more than what you could see just from looking at him. This yeah. is in super danger because he's turning gold. Yeah. Or, like, you know, becoming a beam of light. Um, <laughs> but because she was also involved in Luke's um, vision when he went into the sticks, which is, yeah, gross. Don't um, like that. Ew. 
Yeah, because the way that it's represented here doesn't feel like a found family trope. It feels like a Ew, yeah, that's trying kind of to push, be a push romantic. Yeah, which is like, and especially the, with the "Did you love me?" and I'm like, mm, uh, no, yeah. Uh. And she was like, as a brother, as in the way that she was supposed to, yeah. as a brother, and he was disappointed. No, but she was... even says, "As a brother, no, I didn't even love you." <laughs> and I'm like, um, uh, hang on. No, she said she loved. She was like, "I loved you like a brother," but you know, nothing more than that. And he was like, "Oh, bummer." And it was like, "You're 35." Stop it! <laughs> I don't think that that's what happens. I'm literally gonna find. I think I made a note. Ugh, and then Percy calls him a hero. <laughs> you were like a brother to me, Luke. She said stuff softly, but I didn't love. Oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> but I see, that's what I'm you. saying. I didn't even. Lo- and I'm like, why do oh. you- <laughs> feelings such such strong feelings? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, Scratch did you anyway about him at all? But she had to. Hello. Yeah, I mean, but just the romantic way it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the way it's written makes no sense. Because I'm like, okay, but you didn't even, like, familial love him? Like, that's, okay. I thought that was the whole point, but whatever. So, yeah, they're up in the Olympian council room, and Kronos is going ham on all the seats. <laughs> like, he has some personal vendetta against leather. And he's just like, fuck it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, triggered as soon as he looks at it. He's like... <laughs> anyway, um... Percy basically goads him into fighting with a sword instead of with a scythe, as if that makes a difference. No, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he can still slow time, dumbass. <laughs> it was like, yeah, when uh, Percy was fighting, as Percy's fighting him, Luke, like, Luke, and Luke Kronos would every now and then just, like, freeze him to take a break, and Percy was like, it's cheating! You can't do that! He's there running in place trying to get <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna be late on the first day of school! Nobody's gonna understand that, so you have to make that into a meme. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monster's university. Oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to get it out of my head now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So as Percy's fighting Luke, out of also fighting Ethan and at the same time she's also trying to warn Percy that she's figured out the prophecy and she's like the cursed blade blah 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 and Percy's like yeah I'm fucking working on it bitch <laughs> like, I've already turned it into a sword yeah, what do you want like, from me? Like, distracting me yeah pretty much and then so um Percy's also trying to goad uh Ethan into a fight you know he's talking about balance and like is this really what your mother would have wanted like Kronos doesn't promote Which, balance he just destroys everything he's making a point <laughs> yeah he is and I love that he could convince Ethan to switch sides so easily because Ethan basically turns around and he's like stabby stabby Kronos time but then he's like death sentence has just been signed because you yeah. know his weak spot and Kronos yells out treason yeah. and you're like what? Betrayer! <laughs> it's like, yeah, because everyone had your loyalty. But also, like, he had an audience that cared. Yeah. Like, he had no other supporters there to be like, get him, you know? <laughs> he 
that's what it is. It's you, just a total frustration for her. That's oh, that. that you know when the, <coughs> when people play with cards and they try to stack the cards to yeah. make a tower, it just constantly falling. You <laughs> know, just being like, ah, <laughs> that's hers. <laughs> I like the unsolvable Rubik's cube, but she can't put it down because she's like, I have to solve it. Why would you solve? So as Cronus has got Percy, you know, suspended in time, um, we get to see Typhon making his way through to New York City. And all of the Olympians are there trying to battle against him. Yeah, basically and they all just like stop and watch. Like it's a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> like, basically. Just... Yeah, so we get to see. Um, they basically all stop and watch, even as Zeus is doing his lightning bolt thing, which really only just like chars a bit of Typhon's hair. Does nothing. It literally does. It just nothing. literally points out the fact this that is Zeus is to be... powerless. Literally, in the first book, they talked about Zeus's um, lightning bolt to be the most powerful thing. Yeah. No. no. If you can't even make the slightest dent, mm. and you've thrown this spe- this spear of lightning a million times over, and this thing's like you're just a bug flying around my head, you yeah. suck. And it, but like, even after Poseidon gets there, all the other things the other Olympians are doing, I'm like, you aren't going for the kill, which is what you should be doing. Like Artemis is, you know, aiming arrows at his nose, and I'm like, that's not doing fucking anything. Aim his groin if you're gonna do something, you know? Which is what Apollo does. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like fucking setting his moin. Like, on fire, which I was like, of course you went for a pants, an underpants on fire joke, Rick. Of course you did, you five-year-old. This book is the 12-year-old's joke. We've been over this. Anyway, but literally, the way that Poseidon took him down was with with water and grappling hooks. Yeah. And I was like, apparently, Zeus, you're holding uh, a nuclear weapon in your hands, and it's literally doing nothing. And Poseidon came along with some chains, and he was like, "No, but you got to remember, all of these chains are forged by the Cyclops, and so all of the gods' weapons are forged by Cyclops, so that you can assume they're made of the same kind of magic stuff that still holds things back. It doesn't explode when it hits something, which is what Zeus's stuff's supposed to do." But, like, also that, but, like, Brerys has been down in the forges teaching them the old ways how to do things that they've forgotten, you know, how to forge. And so, like, you can assume that these are grappling hooks that haven't been seen in thousands of years that they've forgotten about. Yeah. So, and they're made Zeus, of something. And Zeus thinks he's the most powerful one. Besides, they're like, I have all the Cyclops. Maybe they've been mining them. into the top layer of, like, the Earth's crust. So it's, like, the top layer, or the bottom layer of the ocean realm but it's the top layer of the underworld realm and so it's like all of the obsidian there the same like kind of iron that Nico has in his yeah, sword yeah. that it's like you know once you once you kill something with it it doesn't go yeah. into Tartarus it never you know, he's never back opening up a hole all by himself to send yeah. to Tartarus absolutely he was shit. like it was like a big water slide you cannot fucking tell me that Zeus is the most powerful of the gods. He's not even not. the most powerful of the big three. And he's Poseidon like, is. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't even have an army behind him. Hades and Poseidon both have armies behind them. Yeah. And, Poseid- and Poseidon was like... And people who love them. Zeus has to manipulate people to love him. <laughs> not even and then that. other people only love him out of fear, which is no, not no, no. He manipulates people to tolerate him. <laughs> they don't love yeah, him. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And Hades was like, I could be, but I don't want to. I'm going to just hang out here with my wife. I'd much prefer. He's here very, with my wife. <laughs> he's antisocial and anxious. He was, he has anxiety. He would rather just sit downstairs. Yeah. 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 He's an introvert. Oh, my God. And I just... So, in... I'm reading the um, A Touch of Darkness series at the moment, and their depiction of Hades is interesting. I'm not sure that I... 
I'm like on board with certain aspects of his personality, but then not on board with others. And I'm like, yeah. mm. I'm on board with how pussy ripped he is for Persephone. Like that's damn I'm straight. Like that's awesome. Absolutely. Um, She's there dick some... for him, right? <laughs> Good. Must but be. there are some other like aspects of his personality that he's like, oh, I didn't even think about to change that until you pointed out how bad it was. And I'm like, no, you should just know how bad that is. Especially when other parts of, pers- of his character are like, I care so much for the people in my realm. And then it's like, okay, well, why don't you care about the people coming into your realm? Like, you don't care about people until they're with you. Yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's, anyway. it was like, yeah. Yeah, Anyways. so if Poseidon didn't have the Cyclops and the Hundred-Handed Ones, I feel like yeah, that, that's the one-up he has on Hades. If they if he didn't have that, he and Hades yeah. would be, like, neck and neck. But that's not even talking about all of the, like, mermen that can't come forward. What? Oh, I know, yes, they do. Never mind. Because <laughs> they're all, <laughs> literally, I'm on the page where it says, Warriors burst out of the river riding the waves on huge sharks and dragons and seahorses. It was a legion of Cyclops, and leading to battle was Tyson! <laughs> For peanut butter. Yeah. Anyway, so cute. But yeah. So then Poseidon impales Typhon in the throat with the trident, and I'm like, yes, that is where you should be fucking aiming for. Finally something useful. (laughs) You aim for the eyes, because they go through to the brain. You aim for the throat, because that chops the head off. You aim for the heart, because... Obvious. Because, duh. You aim for the dick out of spite. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the PB&J. <laughs> His brain jar. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. But yeah. yeah, but... Oh. And then I just love that also Poseidon, immediately after he's abandoned his own realm, and he comes in, saves it, and it takes two minutes. Literally! Like, we could have been... Two been. minutes! He if, was Percy like, had, if Percy had told Poseidon to join the fight, you know, weeks ago, then all fought. the Olympians would be on the Olympian Council right now, up in Olympus, and Cronus would be like, knock knock, who's there? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Cronus could have done a Trojan horse situation, but he did <laughs> Oh god, that would have been like the best myth utilised in this book, especially because it's about <laughs> Achilles, this book. I thought you were about to go, ah, break out! Break out! I mean, imagine, okay, going on the beat of like that song, you could put some absolutely fucking ridiculous, like, you know, he could have some power over the gods where it's like you make them dance like the Pied Piper makes all the ogres dance. Oh, I love that. Like, <laughs> just make it, because this is for kids. Like, just yeah. make it fucking ridiculous. In the same way that the party ponies are like, I'm going to hit you with the ski. No, I'm going to hit you with the ski. They're like fighting monsters with fucking Nerf guns. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous yeah. and not at all realistic because they're centaurs for one. <laughs> they're centaurs for one and they're frat boys. And let's be real, if you've ever met a frat boy, they're all psychotic. <laughs> They've all got, if not Nerf guns, then baseball bats. That'll do. Yeah. So then after Typhon dies, <laughs> well, you know, is taken down into the underworld on Sorry, a I'm still a freak out. <laughs> but yeah, Poseidon gives him a one-way ticket to Tartarus on a water slide, and I'm like, oh, best ride ever. Seriously. <laughs> the other thing that I have a problem with the way that it's phrased is Rick phrases an endless water slide. It's got to end somewhere. Yeah, because then he's an endless water slide that would take him straight to Tartarus. And I'm like, well, like, you just it's not endless. <laughs> yeah, I had to read the sentence like three times because I was like, that makes no fucking sense. How did that get past everyone who edited this That's book? like when people use double negatives. I'm like, then that's not what you're trying Ain't to no say. no mountain high. Well, that, that means there is a mountain high. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, it's a good ride. Like, it's a good song, but you're contradicting yourself. Like, the... the um. 
The you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. You said forever, now I drive. So, that one. Um, I've never felt this way for no one. Never felt this way for no one. <laughs> you had to have felt this way for someone. Everyone. I, I was so annoyed because I was like, it's so incorrect and it's pissing me off. How dare you? That's not correct. It annoys the shit out of me. And of course, when I. And some people don't understand the concept of a double negative and they're like, but she said no. And I'm like, she said no twice, which means she is negating the first yeah. no. She's getting rid of the first no and, you know, fixing as a... So two it's like no's, fractions when they cancel out. Exactly. Two no's make a yes. Two yeses make a yes. It's <laughs> still a yes. Everything is just yes. <laughs> Everything is yes. <laughs> it's like two no's make a yes. And they're like, how that way? And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So then, as Cronus is still left distracted by, you know, the absolute light show that's going on, <laughs> Percy tries to step under his guard and, like, catch him, you know, with a trick, and is like, here's my sword! Dummy, but Cronus is like, oh, I taught you that. <laughs> and so, he, like, knocks Percy out of the way and freezes him in time again, and then... Percy's <laughs> like, I fell for a move I learned when I was five. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Annabeth is the one who comes along with her knife and, like, stops... Cronus' sword. Sick ass. And I'm like, this is going to be so cool to watch. Yeah, it's an absolutely boss move because even Percy is like, um, it's a move only the quickest and most skilled knife fighter could have managed. And I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah, um, and on top of that, he's huge and he's got Cronus strength in him and here's Annabeth wounded and literally dying and she's like holding up the force of him pushing down this blade on this tiny dagger and yeah. it's hold- she's holding that hilt and she's like, oh my god. Yeah. And so then as she's going against Kronos, she's basically, um, she's not talking to Kronos, she's talking to Luke this whole time, going, I know you're in there, <laughs> come on and play! <laughs> and Kronos is like, he's not home! <laughs> he's like, go away! Yeah. yeah. And then vibe. So she starts to explain um, the prophecy and, you know, how she knows that it's Luke who's supposed to be... She knows. The- <laughs> yeah. She knows that it's Luke who's the one who's in the prophecy, not Percy. And then... Um, when blood starts trickling from her mouth, she says, family Luke, you promised. Spits and that's when eyes. he... Blood. <laughs> that's <laughs> when he hesitates and he's like, oh my god, Annabeth. <laughs> and he's like, ah! Yeah. Because he's pussy whipped, which is disgusting because he met her when she was seven. Yeah. And then basically, then he takes control, control of Kronos and that's when Percy is like, come out of his state and as Luke is about to be all up in Annabeth's grill Percy's like don't you touch her and he gets in between them and oh, love love yeah so much love for that scenario but then he starts turning gold and like Luke is going he's changing you have to help me like what do we what do we what can we do and then Annabeth says the knife Percy hero curse blade and then that's when Percy starts to understand and then like, you know oh I'm not the hero yeah. hands the knife over to Luke yeah Hands the knife to Luke, and then Luke stabs himself in the armpit in literally the spot. And we talked about this. Oh, uh, we the thought most it was so spot. funny because Percy was like, "It's so undignified." And he has Luke spot in his armpit. He was like, "I didn't think it would be appropriate to be like in a thigh or under the armpit because that's that's not very manly." But it's <laughs> where like, people take swords in theater training. You know, no. because they can't go into the heart, so they get stabbed into the under the yeah. arm. So because it, it looks like from one direction that it goes into the yeah. heart, and I'm like, Luke's a theater kid. He's I a just theater kid. I just thought it was so funny because Percy was like, only losers would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke. He's like, so is that the best thing? Because it's like 
you know, what if you wanted to trick someone and you went, okay, well, I'm going to make my Achilles heel my heel because you'll never think of it because it's already been done. And so it's like, has Luke gone, well, this is the most fucking stupid spot for it. I'm going to put it here because you won't think of it. Well, you'll think of it's a joke. And so you won't do it, you know? Yeah. He knows. And then anyway, yeah, once mm-hmm. Luke stabs himself and Kronos, um, basically course, Percy's right. like, it um, brought forth much more blood than it should have. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He, he was like, he died. literally nicked it. And it was like as if he'd been stabbed all the way through. <laughs> it was yeah. like so much blood gushed out. Which, also, I was like, why did it take him so long to die? Because the way they, ex- the way I feel like they always explain in ancient Greek history is that Achilles was nicked on the heel and then just dropped dead. <laughs> like, he was gone. Because, like, schlumped. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he got, he got done on the heel and then he was, he was out. <laughs> like, he was fully gone in an instant, which was fine with him because the love of his life was dead, yeah. so he was had nothing else to live for. And so, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, Luke had so much time. He was like, I'm going to go have some speeches. All of you, my brethren, come here. Let yeah, me. and in the same time, Annabeth is there going, oh my god, I never loved you, but also, you're a hero. Have you yet to Elysium? <laughs> and I'm like, he's not a fucking hero. He's not a hero. He's not a hero in this scene. He there is no bed. fucking redemption here. He made his he made bed. made his bed, he needs to lie in it. Exactly. You don't get a hero just because you changed your mind. I get it, he killed, you know, the big bad, but... He killed the big bad because he was going to hurt the, te- the girl that he had his dick with for you. He put in danger. Mm-hmm. He Ow, suffered from his own actions. He was he was forced the consequences of his own actions. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like it's so that's not the hero's end. He's not he's not a hero. He was not a hero. He's done nothing heroic in his entire life at all. Literally, except for taking care of his mum. Which oh my god, now nobody is taken care of, and it's never settled. No one goes to visit her or try to tell Percy, her anything. Percy does have a little statement like that. He was like, I've had a quick flash and thought of god. that's in the next chapter. He was like. I had a quick flash of May Castell and making sandwiches and for a son who would never come home. Would and I'm never like, come home. Ah. that was it. That was the whole statement. Nothing yeah. else happened. I was like, and there's no acknowledgement from Hermes at any point over the rest of the other few series that he has gone home to May and yeah. tried to. And she's just take crazy making sandwiches. Yeah, there's no like acknowledgement that he's done anything <gasps> for her benefit. Wait, um, when Rachel takes on the prophecy, do you think the curse is finally lifted from May? Takes on the spirit. I mean, not probably. I don't know. I would have you would have to look into how curses work, yeah, like fully because you know no because she didn't take to become the oracle and so the curse was only on the oh but it was anyone who would try to take on yeah oh you've mind fucked me oh I've opened a can of worms. Give me a week to think on it. We'll come back to it in the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then this chapter ends with um, Luke dying, and then all of the Olympians bust in, and they're like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> I want waffle fries! <laughs> I want waffle fries! Um, yeah, and that's pretty much where the chapter ends. And so... But they all bust in, they're like, what happened? And he's like, I saved Olympus. And they're like, what? I wanted to save Olympus. <laughs> and he's like, so yeah, a lot I? of drama. Did you do it? A lot of drama in that chapter. Joe, do you want to jump straight I'm into I'm sorry, but I also get annoyed because... Percy, like, sorry, Percy, my father called, or in his voice, what, what is this? I turn and face the Olympians. We need a shroud, I announce, my voice cracking. A shroud for the son of Hermes, who died a hero. I was like, bullshit! That's bullshit! Percy! He put you in- shit! No, you touched my drumstick. I was like, Percy, are you fucking kidding me? A few tiny words 
said in the last moments of death so that he would be like, oh, I said some nice things before I die. Take, I don't want to be in the fields of punishment. <laughs> I was like, no, you were literally yeah. torturing this 12-year-old who had, you had no, he did nothing to you. Yep. He literally was an innocent 12-year-old and you were like, I'm going to kill you, Percy. You were like, why? What are you? you? I hate you. I ate my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I ate my grandma. <laughs> he literally, okay, but see, the thing that I have an annoyance with is... They're all just, like, straight away, they're like, yep, we need a shroud for the son of Hermes, he's going to Elysium, he's a hero, whatever. And then in the next chapter, literally pages later, when Artemis looks over at Zeus and she's like, I expect that all of my hunters who died bravely will be going to Elysium, and he's like, I mean, to Hades. And Hades is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's like, how dare you? And he was like, oh, look at the paperwork. And he's like, fucking fine, stop pressuring me. But, That's like, what I mean. Luke, it was no like, question. It was like, don't tell her, don't tell him how to do his job. <laughs> Granted, yes, all of the Literally. ladies should go to Elysium because they did a great job. But Luke, no. Yeah, I would have. I would have been the asshole in the group who would have been like sidebar to Hades, be like, "You should take a deeper look <laughs> at at Luke's." You should fire. be like second guessing. I'd be like, I'd be like, they're really. It should be a vote. I'd be like, their minds are clouded. I would have been like, you have like non-biased. Have a look. I was like, hey, why are we Persephone up here? Be like, I'm playing devil's advocate. So, yeah. Joe, I have some things to say. Potato pancake. So, um, actually, we have something <laughs> exciting to say, and that is that, that today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Joe! Oh my god. So exciting. <laughs> Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all of those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Personally, I think that the saucy lamb meatballs with creamy mash looks fantastic and right up my alley. So go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Cute. <laughs> Guys, that's the first of our ads. Yeah, that's we adorable. love that. Thank you, HelloFresh. Um, yeah, go to the link in our show notes. You that's order HelloFresh all the time. time. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. My favorite of yours that I smell <laughs> is the beef ragu because it yes. smells yeah, great. Well. See, the recipes change every week. So, as someone who is not a fan of cooking and also terrible at cooking meals for one, um, it's and pretty also good. super lazy. Yeah, <laughs> like that's me too. But I'm yeah. yeah. In um in chapter twenty, we win fabulous prizes. Basically, what's it's the exactly? Wait, they all do. Yeah. <laughs> like, hang on. Like, hang on. Did you read the chapter? <laughs> yeah, they all win. Well, they all get something from Zeus. And so there's not something really a lot to... Yeah, there's not really a lot to recap. So we'll jump like straight into it because literally everybody gets something. Nobody's left out. Like the title um, in the Literally no one's left out. <laughs> Except for the Star Brothers. <laughs> but, no, though, sorry, that's not true. They got to loot the city. Yeah, even though they say they didn't, we know they fucking did. <laughs> because, because the fact that they pointed it out. I bet you they were like... <laughs> we totally didn't loot yeah, the city on the way up. That's how they did it. Wink, wink, totally. nudge, nudge. They were like, nah-uh, no way. <laughs> you can trust us. He was like, it was the hurricane. Totally, that blew out all the candy from your store but kept the windows intact. Totally. <laughs> It just magicked it into our hands. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't stop it. We were powerless against it. <laughs> we 
We tried so hard. We tried so hard. Yeah, so eating their food. <laughs> their teeth are like staying blue. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the lolly. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so the first prize that we're awarded here is to Tyson, right? We are awarded. Yep. Let's see. No, it's not to Tyson first. Well, first, before we should go to the award. First. Before we go to... Is that what I said? First, before we go to the awards, before we go to the awards, we have to address the Hermes section. Oh right, yes. Go for it. All the fates are there, yeah. and Percy finally gets to see that the the string. I that feel like he, people again they were annoyed. The string <laughs> that he saw was cut in. So back in book one, in the Lightning Thief, when it was cut, and Percy was like, "Oh fuck, that's me." Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not committing now. No, <laughs> like, nobody's going to understand you. They're going to get annoyed. <laughs> I'm getting annoyed. I'm listening. I'm like, I want to hit you in the face. I love you, Gare Bear, but all I want to do is punch you in the face. Gare? <laughs> get me the juice. <laughs> I love you so much. Just don't come back without it, okay? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Percy gets to see um, the fates that they've... Um, they cut the string again. <laughs> they were like, they got like, ready again. It's done. <laughs> yeah, and Percy's like, oh, okay, so that was that wasn't me. That was Luke. Okay, I'm getting it. And I love that this is like a tiny callback to the first. Yeah, book. you can just like this is so much better, so much more thought out than any other series he's yeah. ever written. And so I'm like, oh, just the planning that went into it, literally from the second chapter. I think it's the third, the second or third chapter from the first book into now the third last chapter or the fourth last chapter of this book. Like, oh. Immaculate. Like, what a way to bookend. Yeah. He's literally laid, he planted the seed from day one. He was like, and he planted the seed so well that <laughs> everyone was like, yes, that's Percy's life thread. That's why he's the child of the prophecy. And then when Rachel throws a curveball and she's like, you're not the main character, Percy's like, what? But I've been told all of this time. He was like, I watched him cut the thread. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking tell me what I did or did not see. <laughs> I fucking know what I saw. And Rachel's like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so we got the three fates. Percy's like, oh, mine fucked. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a little Hermes section, which is... He gives him, like, a, a blessing. A blessing and a farewell and a kiss on the forehead and then rushes off. I think actually a blessing and a curse. <laughs> and I curse you! <laughs> 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 Goodbye, forever Luke. Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> He's like, my blessing is that you will end up in Elysium. My curse is you will never leave Elysium for Rebirth. <laughs> Be like, ha, ha. <laughs> Just the ultimate fucking. <laughs> like, I never want to see this bitch again. <laughs> like, that's what you get. You weren't grateful. Cow. He's like, you butch. But, like, legit, imagine oh if God. that was his curse. That would be great. Because, literally, Luke was like, I'm going to try three for three. It was like, you, you're you not going to make it for one. <laughs> you're not a good person. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to make it for one. I bet you're one of those. They don't give bad people rebirths, okay? <laughs> I'd be like, you're one of those kids who tortures bugs. I'd be like, you pick the wings or flies. You're one of those kids who was given a participation medal and thought they won first prize. <laughs> yeah, they're and gloated about it. <laughs> and then stole said first prize from the rightful winner. Oh god. You don't deserve to be reborn. You don't deserve to go to Elsa. Be like, Elysium. So- <laughs> you don't deserve to go to Elsa. <laughs> Shut up, that's how I read it. Now, baby! <laughs> Anyway, 
Yeah, so he's it's like your wish is granted, you're gonna have something curses, you cannot be reborn and he was like, What's a slap in the face? And he's like, You deserve to be slapped in the face. What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is that guy? Anyway. But that little what blessing bit. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> that little blessing bit, I was like, You folded it! Uh, you folded it. <laughs> if you say fold it in one more time, I don't know how to make it more clear. I don't know how to fold in shredded cheese. Anyway, so that, yeah, I just don't get it. I was like, God, nobody else is giving these kids blessings. I was like, fuck that shit. And then, you know. Annabeth passes out. And, and Percy catches like, her and he's like, oh fuck. I was like, yes, that is a moment I'm so happy with. Like, everybody else is like celebrating and mingling and being like, oh, we survived. And then just here. I love it when that happens. <laughs> like, all the immortals, all the Olympians are like, yeah, strutting in, going and fixing their chairs and going to sit down. And Annabeth's like, dying. And they're like, let me just reorganize. <laughs> and she's like, ah. <laughs> So, and Percy's there, like, can you just imagine it? Like, it's all upbeat music, and it's all like, da-da-da-da-da, so you go and fix that stuff, and then all of a sudden, Percy's like, hello, Vexor! And they're like, oh shit, yes. <laughs> just imagine that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Such a, such a bright, bubbly scenario. But yes, he catches her, first on her broken arm, and then she's like, ow! And he's like, oh shit, sorry. But then he's literally like holding her to his chest, lowers her to the ground. Somebody help! Paula While she sighs in her sleep. Uh huh. Paula comes and fixes her. She sighs in her sleep. Now that she's fixed, and will wake up in a minute. And Percy just keeps on holding her until she wakes up. And I'm like, yeah, it's fixing me. So then after that, we find out that is being healed. Yeah. After that, we find out that Rachel's nowhere to be seen. She's run away. The Stoles didn't loot the city much. <laughs> and then everyone's basically back up in um, Olympus. Chiron made it out of the rubble after he dropped a building on him. Yay. Yeah, I know. Jafar, he's our man. Hades is up in Olympus as well, even though, you know, he's not meant to be there, but everyone's like, mm, okay, I guess. That yeah. bullshit. I'm so mad about that. He's yeah. one of the big three. He's, yeah. he's only supposed to be up here in winter. Get fucked. He's stronger than literally 99% of you, and he's got more influence. Oh my, I'm gonna go on Hades. Yeah, and Percy literally says, The god of the dead looks stunned when his relatives clapped him on the back. I doubt he'd ever gotten such an enthusiastic welcome before. Like, what the fuck? I have a point for that. I literally was like, Two faced bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, that was my whole tag. I was like, Those two faced bitches are gonna turn on him immediately. And I'm just imagining Persephone flanking him and just be like, Death glaring every single one of these <laughs> fake ass hoes. Yeah. They come and clap him on the back, and I'm like, fuck all of y'all. Yes. And then Ares comes out and he's congratulating Clarice, and she's like, don't even talk to me, but also, like, thank you for your praise, but don't talk to me because my girlfriend just died. <laughs> Sorry, no. Um, the little statement here it says, she oh, looked yeah. pretty overwhelmed. All she could do was nod and blink, like she was afraid he'd start hitting her, but eventually she began to smile. Because Percy knows what that expression is, because he knows how it feels. I was so. So mad. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me, Rick? You're going to bring that yeah. girl's trauma into this after she's already traumatized? Yeah. Like a different yeah. level of trauma. And you're going to just... But it's just, you dismissed it as her smiling and accepting and being like, oh, my rage cage dad's no longer rage cage. Oh, yay, all is well. No. No, no, no. Just because um, Ares has something to brag about now does not negate the fact that he literally... 
abused her for years. Yep. I was so mad about it. Rick, that's so lazy and it's so terrible. Yep. How fucking dare you? I was, oh, I'm oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Frankie. and then um, we get Hera being like, oh, fine, I guess I'll lift my curse from you. And um, then Dionysus comes up to Percy and he's like, I see my son made it out alive. And also Zeus cut my probation in half, so you only have to spend 50 more years with me. And Percy's like, 50 is a fucking long time, man. <laughs> he was like, I'm only 76. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And then we get into some... Um, well, before we go past that... Um, we get a little reunion with Percy and Tyson. Yeah, well, before we get to that, I just had another tag here that was, again, with these really sad moments. So it was like, yeah, two-faced bitches clapping Hades on the back, um, traumatized Tal... Uh, not Tal- Clarice. <laughs> traumatized Clarice trying yeah. to deal with her abusive father and try to act normal and, you know, like not afraid in front of people. And then here's Grover stayed at my side. From time to time he would break down in tears. So many nature spirits. Dead Percy. So many. Oh! So depressing. Yeah. So then does that make it... Does that make it sound like every... Not every tree has a nymph attached to it? Yeah. Is that what we're assuming here? Well, I'm pretty sure. Because otherwise you could talk to a shrub anywhere you go. You can talk to a shrub anywhere (laughs) you go. Then I don't talk back. (laughs) How funny freaked out with you if you just like took you a tree and then this face like came out at you and was like, hi there, and you're like, ah! I think I would die. <laughs> anyway. But honestly, that would be taking on, you know, Pan's legacy of scaring mm. the shit out of people in the middle of the woods. But that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I just was like, I, I thought it was. He was bringing an essence of reality into the loss that they were actually mm-hmm. suffering. Because at the moment, Percy's really preoccupied, and he's like, "I don't want to think about the war." He's like, "I was like, I don't want to think about the consequences yeah. yet." Like, Which is he planning the after party? <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, "I just want to live for a couple seconds and just." You I know, just want to live. He's like, "I just want to celebrate in being alive for a couple of seconds." Since he doesn't want to live forever because he wants to live without a man. Oh, oh so fucking beautiful! Yeah, we forgot to mention that we're with the there. fates. We're not there. Oh, wait, what? With the fates, he had a flash oh, forward. Yeah. We get to see him grow, grow old and die. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he was like, I saw myself as a young adult, as a middle-aged man, as an old man, and then my coffin being lowered, which I was a bit like, oh, you couldn't have ended with his spirit walking into... Yeah, <laughs> literally. Was like, he had to end it with wooden death, <laughs> the wooden death box. Also, so we know he's going in a coffin, he's not being cremated. I want to be cremated. The future can always change, Jill. True, true, true. I want to be cremated. I'm going to put that on the record. <laughs> okay. Like, if and when I die, don't know when it's going to be. If you die. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to live forever. I'm going to be like a robot. Live in the future. If I die. <laughs> yeah. So if I die, I want to be cremated. <laughs> So, you heard it here first. Joe thinks that she's immortal. unstoppable. <laughs> I've been reading too many books with, like, immortal characters. <laughs> and you've just decided that's you. If, <laughs> if, if it's, it's good. <laughs> if, if it's good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, if I die, I'm going to be cremated. Cremated. I'm going to be cremated. Ooh, set me on fire, turn me to ashes, throw me in the ocean. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Come on, no. Don't burn 
so yeah, we get um, a reunion between Percy and uh, Tyson, and Tyson's like, yeah, we punched stuff, it was fun, and Percy's like, yeah, sure, fun, <laughs> fuck. He was like, wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that. Yeah. and then Poseidon's in the middle of congratulating Percy as well, and then Zeus is like, calling him like a dog, being like, bitch, get back to your seat, and no, Poseidon's like, like this Excuse me. <laughs> Just let him think he's in charge. Let's go. He's like, excuse me, I have to go change Zeus's diaper. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah. And then so they're all in the Olympian council room and all the gods are in their seats, whatever. All the demigods are hunched together and Adamant wakes up. Well, she's been away for a little bit. You know, she's chewing on some ambrosia and nectar and then she just leans over to Percy and she goes, did I miss anything? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then they're like laughing in the back like two naughty kids like in school. Like they're, they're like giggling and stuff. Yeah. It's and I'm so like, cute. We get it. You fucking love each other. Love bitches. each other so much. I cannot. I also... Percy has a line where he says, she looked good for someone who's recently passed out. Oh, oh she does. You love her so much. He literally said, she looks good. She almost died after being stabbed and she looks great. Yeah. So the... Yeah, the conversation between them is... Did I miss much? She whispered. And Percy goes, nobody's planning to kill us so far. And she goes, well, first time today. And then it's just like the dark humour that Percy just like cries up at. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. Oh, so cute. Yeah. And then God, they are his, soul um, mates. They are. And then Zeus gets towards his begrudging, you know, gratification for his brothers, or gratitude, I should say, Mm. and he's like, I guess we should thank them, and I'm like, you guess, I was so mad, though, when he was like, I guess we should thank Hades, I was like, you should be licking the floor that he walks on, like, seriously, fuck you, Zeus, I'm so mad, so much, there's not enough respect put on his name, like, at least the other gods respect Poseidon. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, you don't need Zeus, because Zeus is, nobody wants his respect, he's disgusting. But, like, the other Why gods, the other gods respect Poseidon. The other gods do not respect Hades. Some of them fear yeah. him, but they don't respect him. And I'm like, excuse me! There's a select few who respect him. One of them is Hestia, and that's why Hestia is amazing. <laughs> yes. The other one, I believe Poseidon. Yes. Alright, so we'll rapid fire through a few of these prizes so we can get straight into Percy. Yes. Talia is called first, called forward first because she's Zeus's daughter or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's given her congratulations, you know, for being the best lieutenant. And then yeah. Artemis has her moment of, the ones who died, they'll get special treatment, right, Hades? And Hades is like, mm, fine. And then <laughs> Tyson gets a new stick and he becomes a general. Cassian vibes, love that for him. Yes. <laughs> Grover becomes... Love Cassian. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Grover <laughs> becomes a lord of the wild and... Um, one of the Council of Cloven Elders, now that Linus is dead, and I'm like, was it Linus or Salinas? I don't know. One Linus. of them one of them died. Salinas. You trying to say Selena Gomez? No. Linus. Yeah, Salinas is one of the other ones. Oh, well then. I just couldn't remember who died, because I don't really care that much. No, but yeah, and then so Grover from the Good News passes out and he's like, oh, what the fuck? And you're like, what a vibe. <laughs> yeah. And then Adabeth is uh, commissioned, basically, to build, rebuild Olympus, and... A literal dream. Yeah. And we know from, like, the next few series that she's taken fucking ages with it, too. Yeah, she really drew out that promise. She was, like... She drew out the process, but I can just imagine for the gods up on Olympus when, you know, time passes so quickly for them. Well, differently, at least. Well, yeah. But I still feel like it would be enough of a delay, because they can snap their fingers and it'd be done in a second. Yeah. So I can, I could feel like it would be like, yeah, even you're a- taking so long to build my bedroom, can you hurry up? Please? I don't really care <laughs> yeah. about the interior Even design. a day's delay, and yeah. God's be like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were regretting that decision as soon as Athena says it, and they're all like, But Athena was like, fuck off, on a fucking mortal schedule? Absolutely not. <laughs> she was like, she saved the world, let yeah. her build it. And then we get to Percy. Oh! 
So, Percy walks up, and Zeus is like, I guess we should thank you. <laughs> and, and I'm you're like, like Ig- fucking <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, I am willing to give you the greatest gift. You can be your father's lieutenant forever, a servant of your father. And the reason that he offers this is because he knows that like this is this is a way that he could keep Percy under his thumb because if Percy becomes a god then Percy becomes loyal quote unquote to Zeus because Zeus you know manages all the gods and he's he, he's their manager yeah. <laughs> he, he's the Chris Jenner of the gods <laughs> the gods um so that this is his way of controlling Percy whereas if Percy's a demigod he's still under his dad's you know protection yeah basically and he's untouchable and all that and he's literally untouchable at the moment because he's got the curse of Achilles <laughs> and so this is his way Zeus's way of trying to make it seem like a gift and being like this is you know the most amazing thing we haven't done it for a mortal in literally centuries so you'd be like super special and whatever else and then Percy's just like <laughs> no <laughs> he was he looked back at Annabeth and was like yeah looked back at Annabeth who looked like she was about to die because and then he recalled his personal panic and was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" And and all this time, Percy's been like, "I don't know how she feels about me," and yet here he is admitting he was like, "I could see Annabeth mm-hmm. is like looking the same way I felt." Yep. You know, back when mm-hmm. she, I thought she was going to become one of the hunters. I was like, Percy, how can you then go on and say, "I don't know if she likes me"? And you're like, "You are kidding yourself." But he is literally the embodiment of in this moment. Immortality is not worth it if you are not there next to me. Yes. Cries in emo, pterodactyl oh, screams, I can't, it's too beautiful of them. need a Percy Jackson in my life. <laughs> okay, find me one. <laughs> you assume I wouldn't keep him for myself first. <laughs> okay, find me an off-brand one. <laughs> find, me, find me a Perry Johnson. <laughs> I'll be happy. Perry! <laughs> Just as good. Just as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just had a, I had a note here that was like, I die, as in I just saw Annabeth's, you know, reaction because they just love each other so much. And yeah. then, you know, Percy basically tells them all to pay their fucking child support and he's like, no more unclaimed demigods, they have to be claimed by when the, the time they're 13. Yep, yep, Everybody yep. gets a house. You get a house. You get a house. You get a house. <laughs> um, he's Oprah, basically. He's, and, yeah. and then he's like, all of the minor gods will have you know, places of King Blood as well, and Hades, and Hades is like, are you calling me a fucking god? And Percy's like, shit, no, I'm not. He was like, why don't you have, like, he should have just asked Hades a question, like a rhetorical question, and been like, Hades, why don't you have a throne up here? Why are you sitting on the guest chair? Are you serious? <laughs> Literally a camper chair they pulled out of the Yeah, like, <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> just, just over there, fading into the background. But like, literally, I was, it like, he should have asked, that should have been a rhetorical question that Percy asked. Yeah. He should have been like, Hades, why don't you have a throne up here? And Hades would have been like, because these guys suck. <laughs> it's a lot of drama. I don't really <laughs> want to explain it. He was like, these guys suck and I don't really like hanging out up yeah. here. But you're right, the audacity. <laughs> yeah. And then Percy's like, your, should, your children shouldn't be left out. They should have a cabin at camp. And then Nico is like basically standing at his dad's feet like, yay! <laughs> and I'm like, Nico oh, doesn't get a gift. Yeah, I know. For Bullshit. basically leading, you know, Hades' army to... Yeah. Oh, God. Saving the day. should have got one. They but wouldn't... also, it's not Nico's style to accept a gift like that. Like, he's just happy at the moment, because he's still only 12 at this point, or whatever. He's still, he's still bloody young. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's really happy at this point to just be, you know, the only thing that his dad's thinking about, and to be, you know, the only one that his, That's his actual gift. family... Yeah, literally. His gift is that his dad's pay attention to him. Which is a terrible gift. But That's a terrible gift. No, he's okay. Like, it's sad that it's a gift anyway. 
his gift is that his dad has placed so much trust in him that he would let him lead his army into this war. And I'm like, and Percy not forgetting him within this promise. Yeah. Yeah. Percy not forgetting him within this um, promise is basically Nico's way of seeing Percy forgive him for having betrayed him back at the beginning of the book when (laughs) he was like, um, come to the underworld. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, that's basically how it ends. And then Zeus, like, snorts, and he's like, is that all? (laughs) Here's the thing, though. When Poseidon was like, Percy, you asked too much, I was like, are you... He doesn't say too much, he just says you ask much. I was like... Presume much. Well, I was like, are you kidding me? You are immortal beings, you guys don't sleep, you have plenty of time. Yeah. You've proven that with how many children you have. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you fucking serious? Are you telling me you can't take half a second out of your day... To acknowledge your children. Yeah. Either that, or keep your dick in your pants! Yeah. But I also love that it's like, and the message that this is sending to readers, that it's like, you are all worthy of attention, you are all worthy of love, mm. you are all worthy of being, you know, accepted in every society. And I love that that's the message that this is, you know, as corny as it is, that it's like, the overall message was love! Like, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's the point of love. children's series, it's to prove to kids that, you know... Life's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. Lull them into a false sense of security. <laughs> Literally. Well, that's what books do. They count as an escape. <laughs> yeah, but I just, you know, and uh, so it's just, it's like a nice way to wrap up this chapter and mm. to wrap up this, like, story especially because it's what Percy has been seeing. Like, he's been seeing the consequences of these, you know, actions over the last five books in that people being left out, people being forgotten. He spent time in the Hermes cabin where everything was fucking crowded and you can't breathe, basically. Mm. And he's, like, seen the repercussions and it's, like, literally Cronus's army would not exist if you guys hadn't a fucking kept your fingers out of your asses. Like, just pull them out for a sec, give us a bit of hand, helping hand, you know. You can keep your whole, the gods don't interact with demigods, but you have to have some kind of leeway there because you can't just make all of these children and then not pay attention to them. That's mm. not how life works, especially when you expect them to do your bidding and to fight your wars for you. That's not, not how it works at all. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just, um, it's a good way to end it and to round it out, and it's a good way to see Percy's character rounded out that way, because we start off this series with him being quite a selfish character, because he's like, I literally don't care about anyone except my mum, yeah. that's all I'm fighting for at the moment, he, like, barely pays attention to Grover and Adam, he, like, appreciates that they're there on the quest with him, because the quest is for his mum, but he literally sacrifices everything just to keep her alive, and she's the one who has to say to him, no, Percy, think about other people, maybe? And that's, you know, his fiddle floor, whatever else, but... Yeah. I just like that it starts with him literally only thinking about that, and it still takes on that, but he's expanded who he's loyal to and who he's thinking about, and he's still keeping that loyalty towards, like, all the demigods, but he's um, still in the vein of, like, fuck you to the gods. The same kid who sent Medusa's head to Olympus. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he in this same moment. Yeah, no. Spiciness. He's not him. lost his impertinence, you know? He's still there, like fuck you all, what have you ever done for me? So now I'm going to make you yeah. pay for it. You have to stick to your oaths, and this is why he makes them all swear on river sticks. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, oh, bitch, and get I it, fucking, bitch, yes, yes. I fucking love that the gods were like, you don't trust us? And Percy was like, someone wise once told me. Yeah, and Hades <laughs> just said like, it's me, I'm the wise one. <laughs> yeah. I was wise, guys. He was like, somebody wise once told me to always make a valid oath. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> so Hades was like, hell yeah, being quoted, bitches. Yes. And then after he's, after he's made his gift, like he's asked for his gift, 
everyone's like grumbling about it and then he turns around and he sees Annabelle mm -hmm. eyes shining hands over her mouth yep. trying to hide her like you could ever doubt how she smile. feels about him seriously oh. and he was like everyone was grumbling and staring daggers at me but you know what I did not care because Annabelle, because of the way Annabeth was looking at me and I was like <laughs> the world didn't exist when she looked in my eyes bitch <laughs> I love them so much. My and I heart. also love that, I love, love, love that Athena, who has every problem with Percy for no reason at all. Is the first to back him up. Yeah, she's the first one to be like, this is the smart idea. Because that's her, you know, that's her, her she thing. She values knowledge, yeah. Exactly. She values knowledge, she values strategy, she and values wisdom. wisdom. And she's like, this is the smartest thing that's ever going to come out of this boy's mouth, so. And she was like, we need why to didn't I think about it? Yeah. She was like, good fucking question, <laughs> Literally. Dickhead. Why didn't you think of that? You were too busy trying to set... Aries on fire, which you know it isn't a bad idea. <laughs> it's a worthy distraction. <laughs> like, it'll be like, okay, we'll, we'll let it say. slide. You yeah. tried to set them on fire for the past three centuries. Yeah, and that's where this chapter ends, and that's where this episode ends. It's been absolutely immaculate. We, excuse me, didn't get a mention of Persephone in this chapter, which is just criminal, seeing as Demeter is up on, you know, Demeter's up there as well. Yeah, so we should be sitting in Hades' lap. Literally, Persephone should be there like, <laughs> Yeah, damn straight. And they'd be like, why is she here? And Hades would be like, fuck you! Just because your wife sucks and doesn't love you. You would give you so many blowies. <laughs> Everyone's just there, but Persephone like, <laughs> well, Hades is like, she don't bite. And everyone else is like, yes, she fucking do. <laughs> I love that joke. That's so Persephone. Yeah. And it so is. Oh my god, she's the queen of the underworld. <laughs> she is. And um, yeah, that's where this chapter Hell ends. So our next episode, we're getting into the finale chapters of The Last Olympian, and we'll be wrapping up these first five books, Joe. Oh my god. Yeah, crazy to think about. Oh my god. We've got heaps of bonus content coming at you guys. Oh, like so we have much. to watch, gotta watch the movies, like rewatch them, because they're masterpieces. We're thinking about, you know, looking at the musical now that the um, script has been... Out. Well, the soundtrack's always been out, but now that the script's been released... Let's like, scratch that, the script's been Yeah. <laughs> we've got a whole bunch of other, like, bonus episodes as well. Like, there are a few other side books that we've got to get into before we start our next series. It's going to be... It's going to be super fun. And we've got some guests coming on as well, so it's just going to be... Hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be super, super awesome. So, if you want to um, get in contact with us at any point, you can email us at... Uh, pod at outlook.com and if you want to follow us on Instagram we are damnsnackbarpod uh, on there as well oh yeah um, yeah all of our other personal social media is down in the description so go and give us a follow and yeah we will see you guys for our finale episode of The Lightning The Lightning Thief The Last Olympian next week get excited get excited to cry yeah. We'll yes. have tissues next to us. <gasps> We're going to cry? Probably not. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Might cry of happiness when we get to that scene. You know? Oh. But, you know, that's, so many that's scenes. I'm just now picturing the Hades, Persephone, Nico family. I'm sorry. I cannot. It's too <laughs> Just cute. the family dinners. <laughs> it's too cute. Well, <laughs> to they, me, just they're like, did you guys get enough cereal? Mom, it's dinner time. You'd <laughs> be like, do you get enough cereal? What are you doing down here? You know you're only allowed in here in winter. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, Janet. Not going to your birthday party. Not going to your birthday party. <laughs> Fuck off, Wendy. <laughs> so yeah, and um, that is that. We will see you guys next week. Okay, see you then. Bye. Bye. Did did did.